Well, hello, my chaotic crew. It is I, Bentley Michaels, your fearless podcast leader. Hey, we've got a winner in our hashtag CA giveaway. It is Twitter follower at Shadow7in7, also on Instagram and also a patron. Uh, Shadow seven and seven, you really did it. You you hit us up multiple times. You left a review. You hey, it's weird. You followed the rules and you won. So congratulations. We will be giving your information so you can get that swag bag from Tabletop Crafter. Also, I want to give a shout out to this person right here, uh, 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 Aunt Delvec, for the iTunes review. The story kicks off in such a unique way that it pulls you right in. I really enjoyed how diverse everyone's character and how well each person played on them. On top of that, all the audio sounds very professional from the beginning. Looking forward to deep diving on this one. Well, I hope you keep diving. Now, music. In a vast landscape full of adventurers, you are now listening to the world of chaotic amateurs. Welcome back to Chaotic Amateurs, iTunes' best D&D 5e play podcast pretty much ever created since podcasting came around into prevalence 10 to 11 years ago. I am Bentley Michaels, your host for Season 2. To my right, I have... Caleb is Yamhorn Durrell. Rhett is Duroc Dragon's Bane. Milo is Ren. And last time, ladies and gents, the boys, they, uh, they were up at Slatebrook Manor. Uh, they went and saw Lord Varkum Slatebrook himself. The boys nice. are in the town of Greenflower. Having journeyed uh, there on the orders of Browernick, they went up to old Slatebrook Manor to talk to Lord Varkum Slatebrook about possibly some items that he might have for sale. There was a lot of terrible bartering and, uh, you know, uh, Yamhorn making demands like, ah, ah, ah. You show us ours first. And he's like forgetting that they barged into this guy's house demanding things. And then uh, th- they were invited back to a dinner. Um, you know, uh, old uh, Varkum Sleepbrook there picking up the tab at the Inn on Front Street for him saying, hey, drink it up, live it up. Just go clean yourselves up a bit. Come back for a little dinner. A little dinner with Charles and me. Um now, you guys, the last time we left you, you were in the bar, and I believe you had gone to your rooms. It's been uh, three or so weeks since we actually played together. You had met uh, the manager of the Union Front Street, uh, Strum Long Watcher, and uh, and uh, um, he, you know, he he had it all set up on the old Slatebrook account and gave you each corner rooms. Um, yeah, we now kick into the adventure. Since you got up. You've gone to your rooms and uh, freshened up for your impending dinner at Slatebrook Manor. You... uh, Please be, please be more obnoxious in the microphone and sl- slurp your drink like a 12-year-old. 
You've each gone to your rooms and freshened up for your impending dinner at Slatebrook Manor. Now, you guys have all kind of regrouped back downstairs in the bar. Well, most of you. Uh, Durok, Ren, Yamhorn, you were all there, but you do not see Peleus. And uh, you're all just kind of sitting at the bar, waiting, watching the clock tick by, wondering where Peleus is, when's he going to come down, what's that scamp doing? Enjoying a beverage and uh, getting ready to head back up the hill. When, out of nowhere, a young man, not a day over 20, in the finest attire that should be seen in this place, enters, finds you, makes his way over to you, and says, the master sends me to you. He's looking forward to your dinner. And he promptly turns around and leaves. However, sneakily, in front of you, there is an envelope in front of each one of you with your names on it. Oh. <gasps> my eye. Oh my gosh, there's oh, a wax seal. Black seal? <laughs> it's real. And is it that S for Slatebrook? <laughs> is there an S for Slatebrook on the wax seal? You each have very unique, <laughs> unique... Uh, uh, okay, I gotta take a picture. Yeah. Envelopes. One in front of each of you. Addressed to you. The envelopes, while not fancy or special, do have a very fancy handwriting (laughs) with some design flair to it. Uh, And on back are sealed with a wax stamp. In the center is a large S for Slatebrook. Oh, fancy, 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 fancy. Uh, Ren immediately opens his. Okay. Yamhorn is gonna open his, but Caleb doesn't want to because he wants to keep it like looking pristine. I'll make you another one. All right. (laughs) (laughs) What's it say? Ren, I look forward to your attendance this evening and what stories you have in store for us. And then there's like a V and an S for Varkum Slatebrook. That makes sense. The heck did he write that on? It's it's a very uh, well made piece of parchment. It's kind of leathery, honestly. Hmm. Yamhorn. Yamhorn, it pleases me greatly that you will be in attendance tonight. I look forward to hearing of your adventures. P.S. D D S V S V as in Victor mm. or Varkum. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> well, Durak. Durak, what do you got there? Well, it looks to be the same thing you guys got. You know, just y- you're right. It probably says the same thing. You can just throw it away <laughs> or recycle it. That's probably the more responsible. It's just you know, I'm used to getting threats this way, so. And Dark immediately notices bite powder pouring out of the- <laughs> That's what, That was a joke I was going to make. <laughs> What's all this? Flour? <laughs> it says, Durak, your attendance is most welcome. I look forward to the... You want me to read that for you, buddy? History. 
you can share. Well, why the hesitation, Dorai? Um, it almost seems like the handwriting hiding. is uh, very <laughs> elaborate. It almost seems like you're hiding something from us. Well, common was my second language, so it's a little hard sometimes, Yamhorn. What What's your first language? Because it definitely isn't dwarven. It absolutely is a dwarven. Okay. So <laughs> why would it be anything else? What time is it right now? Um, you would imagine it's around five thirty-six ish. And what was our dinner time? <clears throat> That's a great question. I'm gonna reset the bar here and uh, say probably around seven thirty. Mm-hmm. It seems like uh, fancy dinner times. So yeah, Ren would definitely <laughs> wonder uh, where Paleus is and whether or not he got one of these notes. Huh? Well, uh, as if almost reading your mind, the manager, Strum Longwatcher, comes over and uh, says, "Oh, hello, lads." Um, well, I, uh, I regret to inform you that uh, uh, the, the gentleman that you came in with is, uh, is no longer here. But, well, like, he, what do you mean? Like, what, I think you're mistaken. Us? We didn't come in with a gentleman. <laughs> the uh, the, the piratey looking fellow. Oh, oh right. Pe- okay, Peleus. Yeah. I think he's talking about Peleus. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, he left and said... Uh, he had more important things to do. More and, important. Uh, wait, whoa, whoa. Sorry. Uh, more important than saving the world? Uh, he knows he's a part of and Ren and friends, right? I'm telling you what he told me. What is this? More like wizard tricks? What? You go back in time again? He, he had to have been drunk, right? Because there's no way. I can only assume he's always drunk by the way that he acts. <laughs> From the time that he came in to the time he left, out of his mind. Well, we can all probably agree with that, I think. Absolutely couldn't hold his <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I feel like as long we- as the, this core group of Ren and friends can maintain, we'll be able to, to keep this world together. You think we're strong enough without him? Because, I mean, you saw what he did to that scorpion, right? Yeah, he did what I was going to do in a few nah. more turns. Yeah, no. He <laughs> undercut my glory. You kept trying to grab wind. I don't know if you remember that. That is true. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Some magical winds are grabbable. <laughs> Sue me. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> oh, Those aren't winds, Darak. I hate to tell you. <laughs> it's called the shark. <laughs> At... Uh, at that moment, uh, Benji, the bartender, makes his way on over to you and asks if you'd like another round. Well, Benji, uh, I think I'm going to need another because uh, we just lost a friend. Oh. Mm. Well, you know what? I'm sorry to hear that. Around, boys. You you guys want another? Around. Pork belly. Pork belly, apple butter. Yeah. You, uh, you guys are going to go eat before you go eat? Well, yeah. Pre-game. You <laughs> gotta have oil. a snack before you have your dinner. <laughs> when you and put it like that, yeah. <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm trying. I, I gotta remind you, I'm a halfling. Yeah. Uh, I, I eat I, all the time, and I want to yeah. eat healthy now. So when I go to their place, I don't just binge on binge on on, on pizza and mac and yeah. cheese, <laughs> <laughs> which of course will be on the buffet. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to partake as much in the free food as possible. 
Um, that being said, it's bad manners to have dinner before a pre-dinner cocktail. Well, so. technically, he's paying for our dinner here as well. Yeah. Oh, so that's right. Yeah. So whatever you want, boys, manners. on me. <laughs> you know, the truth is, I don't think that these kitch- these kitchens down here match up to the kitchens up there. So that's true. I don't just care what you guys do. Early? I just thought it was funny as me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You guys just want to go up there early? Yeah, you Maybe guys he'll, right. he'll uh, have some uh, but I, appetizers. I, I lean over to the to Ben and I say, "I'll still take that extra drink, though, if you don't." Yeah, we're definitely doing a round. Yeah, like it's Benji, but all right. Oh, Benji, sorry. Does anybody got a flask? Maybe we could fill. Uh, Durock, yeah, don't you? I do actually. You should probably do that. It's You're right. <laughs> He's not wrong. Okay, so you give Benji your flask as well? <laughs> yeah. Boys night. <laughs> Road trip. Yeah. After uh, dinner. Okay, so uh, Benji goes and gets you another, uh, goes and starts working on that uh, second round. And, uh, ooh. <laughs> and in that moment, uh, uh, Duroc, I want you to make a perception check. First roll of the C or the C. Thirteen. <laughs> the delivery. Oh boy. Okay. Well, uh, unfortunately for you, you do not feel a bar thief go by you and steal your gold purse off of your belt. Hmm. You feel like someone sort of like knock into you or whatever, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, sorry," hmm. and he just kind of keeps moving. You're towards, right. I don't feel it towards the front door. Would would my my uh, expertise at sleight of hand clue me in on what may have just happened? I don't know. Like for like it. a thief acknowledging a thief. Uh, roll for it. No, I did not. Just like Now, did you keep all of that money? 1500 gold in the thing or you just have some walking around kind yeah of i like i personally and this isn't me trying to make the most of the situation here I but personally i've always gold. envisioned that drock had like a day purse and then he had his like in his bag general his yeah, going his out like purse big right. old gigantic purse okay well then you lost 13 gold in your in your day purse okay <laughs> uh that was my mother's <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and that guy walks out the front door, oh. and uh, just as Benji uh, uh, brings back over your round, and uh, I go to pay him in your full and <laughs> your full flask. Uh, he compliments you on your flask. He enjoys it. Mm. He enjoys the dwarven runes on it. Mm. He goes, "I enjoy these these marks. What are those? Yeah, they're dwarvish. Oh, it's a it uh, it's a dwarvish. Oh, do you want me to interpret it for you then? <laughs> uh no it's a dwarvish uh toast oh. it says written here to ancient times and distant music that's real dumb yeah i have to agree with it looks Benji. cooler with just a squiggly well it doesn't translate perfectly so maybe there's something lost in translation right. i've I heard the so. dwarven language is like a real weird eloquent thing yeah, there's a lot of depth. Funny, I haven't heard the same thing. Yeah. 
<laughs> so Ren is kind of like licking his fingers uh, of the apple butter and, and looking at Benji and he's like, oh, did you actually order that? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Of course. If I'm going to be in the bar, I'm going to be ordering yeah, pork belly and apple. What butter. about second breakfast? <laughs> exactly. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I look at Benji and I, I say, Benji, uh, have you heard of Ren and Friends? Nah, man. Well, this is the, the great traveling group, uh, Ren and Friends. I'm Ren and these are my friends. And Hi. we oh, worship Ulagon. Cool. Uh, have you heard of Ulagon? Uh, no. He is the best god you Yeah, I don't care ever. about that. Okay. And he turns around and walks away. Well, if, if you. And he just waves over his head, not listening as he walks away. Friend and friends, remember. <laughs> it's all right. I'm sure he'll enjoy the fires of hell. <laughs> 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 Durak. Durak, are you on board yet? With Urlagon? What? No. No. We already talked about this. Right, but I feel like it was an open book. Like, open-ended. Because... Sure. No, it's... Pretty compelling. Yeah, it's a little open-ended, sure. But, um... I don't know. I just... The, the vibe I got last time we were at this dude's mansion and manor, um, I got a creepy vibe. And I think you better get right with God before you head up there because there's no telling what's going to happen up there. Yeah, I'm just going to count on not dying. So, Well, for your sake, your soul's sake, uh, <laughs> I hope... You're right. Is I there a God die. that I can pray to to keep all the other gods out of my way? Ulagon can do that for you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he can do anything. See? That's what I'm saying. But on a serious note, guys... Uh, when, when when we go up there, um, what do we want to come from this meeting? Well, we need to get a hold of, or we need to find out what fancy items this guy has. Right? We're looking for some he's got he's dragon. got some dragon stuff. Dragon stuff. I think gold, golden dragon or yellow dragon. Does he have an egg? You don't know that. And he was also very interested in what we have. Well, that's because you guys, if you'll remember, you guys came in proselytizing that you'll trade for stuff. Yeah. Duroc's sword. Yep. Okay, let's agree on this. Don't give him the sword, Duroc. You think? Yeah. Well, I'm not you offered it. I don't know why you did that. So, I Actually, I think it was your idea. Uh, no. That doesn't sound like me. That sounds Giving you away someone accurate. else's stuff? <laughs> Yeah, I'm fairly certain that Yamhorn was just like, you know what? We've got this. Yeah. <laughs> and then I said something along the lines of like, and I and I said you couldn't use the idea, but I was just like, give it to him and then just summon it back to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember he held it. He held your I did, sword. I did let him hold it, yeah. 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 Well, because he was examining it. Yeah. Um, if there was something that we had to trade, though, what what do we have that would maybe... Did Paleus leave his bags here? Uh... I don't know. Uh, I'll go check his room. I run away to his room. Uh, it's empty. It doesn't look like he was even in there. I run back down. You guys, I'm not even sure he went to bed when we went to bed. I think he just split. I'll have you remember you guys didn't go to bed. You just went into your rooms to wash up because you got there around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. We're going to That's, uh, I don't even think you washed up. Ew, gross. And he just left? <laughs> In that manner? <laughs> 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 
So, the- uh, but to answer your question, <laughs> uh, I don't think he left anything. I didn't see anything. Um, I don't really have much. I mean, I've got my fancy hammer, my war hammer, and this shield. I've I've got some really nice uh, ointment that cures wounds and things, mm. uh, and a scroll of animal friendship. Oh, that I'd be willing to part with. What? Uh, oh, how do I ask this in game? What level is it? Uh, the scroll is level one, and oh. the ointment is, I believe, it's rare. Okay. Well, rare. He he's into rare things. I I don't know that that scroll is gonna give him much. Probably not. What what about you? What do, what do you bring to the table, Durak? You know literally the only item that I have that's worth anything. Yeah, w- wait, don't you have a lot of gold? Like a lot of gold? Well, I I have more than you. How how much would you guess? I have 1300 gold. Okay. Could could we just maybe Buy something from Is that him? enough for a priceless item, Yumhorn? This guy doesn't seem too interested in items. Or in gold, I in mean. In gold? He likes things. Hmm. Um, the other thing that we can offer, perhaps, is uh, the stories that he asked for in our uh, hmm. in our. He in did our ask for the adventures. Yeah. Tales of the adventures. He wanted history for me. Yeah. What did he want from you, Ren? Uh, stories, I, th- I believe. Hmm. Think you only said that because I'm old? Probably. Yeah, he's looking for stories from me. Hmm. Well, I think I think you might be right. Maybe he's just looking for friends. I'm a good friend. to talk to. Yeah, I mean, we are running friends. Maybe he just wants to be a part of the friends. Do you think he wants to go on an adventure with us? I just really hope he doesn't have a realistic animal costume he wants to sew us into. Uh, <laughs> me too? Yumhorn, make a perception check. Yes, sir. Fifteen. <laughs> uh, okay, then Yumhorn, now your, your you know, thief stuff that you were lacking earlier kind of yeah. kicks in when you see the, the guy, the same guy from before, like come like, come like walking right by you. And uh, it, he just kind of like bumps into you the same way. And he's like, oh, sorry. And, but you feel him go to grab Wait. your, your money bag. Uh, without making a, a, a noise, I want to just slip my hand out and grab his wrist. Okay. Slide a hand or something. No, you can grab it. I grab it. Cool, you grab him. Now, he's like, oh, hey. I pull him in, I pull him in close, yeah, and I squeeze his wrist super tight. And I just hey, lean you're into him. my wrist, man. <laughs> I lean into him, and I, I whisper, like, awkwardly close. Not even just, like, whisper distance, but, like, he can feel the words coming out of my mouth. Like oh, yeah, the, he's the super spit. grossed out. Yeah. And I say... You're bad at this. Give it back. And uh, so he and reaches. I put out my hand. He reaches into his like his, his pocket, and Durak, you see him drop your your fancy money purse into Yamhorn's hand. Purse. Yeah, your mom's money bags <laughs> into into Yamhorn's hands. And I pocket it, and I what? say, "Now where's my stuff?" 
Well, he didn't get any of your stuff because you grabbed his hand before. Okay. And then I slap him across the face <laughs> and let him go. All right. And he turns around and like runs out. Ah! Oh, wait. What was your name? <laughs> what the hell was that? Uh, I don't know, man, but here's some gold. I think this is yours. It looks like your mother's. <laughs> I don't know where you heard that, Younghorn. It says Duroc's mom on it. It says Duroc's mom on the purse. <laughs> I don't know why Dragon's she refers Bane. to herself as mom. But. Yeah, Mrs. Dragon's Bane. <laughs> Very lovely lady, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so you want to just go and see what happens? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you guys have been sitting there for a while. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, enough time has passed that you figure if you kind of like slow trot up to the place, like, you know, you'll get there, you know, on time. Maybe just a tad bit early, but, you know, never hurts to be a little bit early. Do you guys want to. I suppose if you want to be a bunch of squares. <laughs> Do you guys want to try to craft something that we could maybe just have on hand in case the yeah. talking well, you wanna get <laughs> isn't enough? What are you thinking? A siege tower? Like, young horn? <laughs> <laughs> Three sticks. <laughs> hey, a little sneak attack reference? Um, uh, I, think, I think the big thing is these notes. Um, okay. I, I need to think of a good story uh, to kind of sell them on. Um, and you need to give them an adventure. I don't. Right? And I'll you do need my to tell I have a bad history. memory. I mean, what's hard about that? The guy's lived literally four times shorter than I have. I can just tell him whatever. I can tell him stuff. It shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll just say things. <laughs> well, what? You guys, what, you got like a... <laughs> <laughs> what, Red, you have to prepare a story? I've heard you tell stories without preparation before. Well, but this is for an important thing. We need these dragon items that he hopefully has. I'm hurt to know that you don't think campfire stories are important. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's walk up there, guys. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Okay, you guys want to walk or you want to uh, take the horses that you had? We got the horses. Okay. Yeah, why would we walk? Show up to a fancy party all sweaty. <laughs> yeah, I definitely like straighten my beard and like comb my hair down and washed out my, my linens a little bit. Okay. Uh yeah, I'm assuming you guys all did that when yeah. you were up in your up in your rooms. Just a you know. Buffed my dome. <laughs> Buff your dome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. All cool. right. Uh so you guys uh get on your horses. On your mounts, your steeds, and uh, start to slowly make your way up uh, back through the town. And, uh, um, you know, it is getting a little bit darker and that sort of thing. So, you know, you're kind of like, oh, this is, uh, this is cool. Now, you guys, your journey to Slatebrook Manor. You guys, I'm, I'm scared. You're back on your horses making your way back up the road to Slatebrook Manor. The sun is starting to set, and the sky is full of yellows, oranges, and purples, turning slowly to black. Mm. It is somewhat eerily silent as you plod along, and as you crest the hill, you once again see Slatebrook Manor. 
And you're actually a little bit taken aback this time. It almost looks of two worlds as the eastern sky is fairly dark and the western sky is slowly fading away. The manor almost looks menacing as the shadows loom from the west, catching some of the, you know, peaks in the architecture. Specifically, the small tower in the northwestern side in the back of this palatial estate. You secure your horses in the same area, and you notice there's actually more horses and, you know, certain buggies and things. And uh, you make your way to the front door, marveling at the difference that a few hours can make. Now I want you all to make perception checks real quick. You guys, was this a a big party? Yeah. I I thought it was just us. There seems to be a lot more people here than I was expecting. 15. Durok? Uh, Natural one. Okay. Uh, Natural 20. (sighs) Okay. And Yamhorn right in the middle. Durok, you're thoroughly unnerved by how creepy this place looks. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, Yamhorn, you got a 15? Correct. Okay. You notice how symmetrical and manicured the hedges are. Oh. As well as being thoroughly unnerved by how creepy this place looks. You know, I'm thoroughly unnerved by this place, but I can't help but notice how well manicured this place is. He must have some some help. <laughs> right? There's no way that guy could do this. Ren, you were looking around and you're thoroughly unnerved by how creepy this place kind of looks with the shadows. You also notice now that Yelmhorn has pointed out, oh yeah, they are very symmetrical and they're very nice square hedges. You know, tall. And Ren, as you look up, you just happen to catch a glimpse of a shadowed figure which you pretty much assume is Slatebrook in the tall tower window to Guys, the northwest. Look in the tower window. What, where? Oh, I think that was Slatebrook. And as they look up, they see nothing. Uh, Ren, are you sure? This place is creepy, man. This place is really creepy. What? Was he doing anything or was he? He was just kind of being ominous up there. You're pointing out the... <laughs> It was, uh, you like, just sort of saw like the shadowy figure, like you had the lights on in that room or whatever in the, you just saw the outline of a body. Yeah, you know? It was, you, it was creepy though. Was um, he like reading a book or? I, I, I was, I was curious, uh, when we were walking up, uh, since you got a natural 20, you could tell that he was holding some sort of glass in his hand as well. You seemed uh, like you like a big wine stein that you were familiar with because that's what the same big thing that he was drinking from, mm. uh, when you guys were in his cool uh, room with all this stuff, a glass of Chablis. As we were walking up to the way the light was uh, coming through Mm. and hitting that tower, I was immediately interested in it. And I think that's probably why I noticed him up there. Mm. Uh, I've got a feeling about that tower. Yeah. Can we just pause our horses? I say pause to my horse. Does it do anything? Your your horses are tied up on the, the okay. same place where and you guys were starting to walk away from him. Okay. So I pause. <laughs> he just said, like, pause. <laughs> what? <laughs> kind you of guys, a little huddle. Yeah. I, this is not feeling good like it did before. Yeah. Uh, should we... Uh, can I look around and see how many carriages and extra 
horses I see? Sure. I mean, you see a, a fairly, I mean, there's no like, I don't have like a specific number written down or whatever, but you see enough there, extra enough horses, carriages, and that sort of thing where you're like, this is, seems like they're, if they're actually other people inside, this seems like a sizable amount of people. Like a, a gala. You just think it's a sizable amount of people for, for the idea of that you guys were coming back for a dinner. Wait a second. Did he say, wait, let me, I pull out my note. (laughs) Crinkle, crinkle. Okay. I was just making sure he didn't say looking forward to having you for dinner tonight. (laughs) And he doesn't say that. Does he he say that in yours? He does say in store for us. So there's, there's a group. Mm. Um, mm. All right. Well, what do you guys think? Let's go in. Look, this is like the start of some really creepy dwarven plays I saw as a child. Yeah. As a child? Yeah, they're yeah. exposed to the arts early on. <laughs> <laughs> like the real terrible stuff, too. Yeah, my parents get would their constitution never... up. <laughs> <laughs> my parents would never let me watch the slasher plays. Mm. But, uh, but my dad did appreciate the, the horror the true horror plays and the thrillers. So oh, man, the what plays? Hilarious. <laughs> the horror plays. One more time, slower. Horror. Plays. Okay, 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 okay. The horror plays he went on to with his own, with his friends and stuff. Probably getting cut, but I just needed to be sure I heard what I heard. <laughs> okay, I left it in well, last time you did the bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Uh, if, Ren, if you're comfortable, Ren leads with. the way up the stairs. Okay, and All I'm right. immediately to his left behind him. All right. Entree onto Slatebrook Manor. You approach the large front doors you first came into contact with only mere hours ago. A sense of nerves pitter-patter in your stomach. Mm -hmm. You walk up, Ren leading the way, the front steps, and uh, as if if, uh, tripping some sort of magical ward one of the doors opens. I grab Red's, Ren's shoulder and hold him. Just, I, just I to stop him. right through it and into the doorway. Uh, well, I mean, it's, you know, it's like a thing. And like in standing in front of you is, is, uh, is the figure of Charles backlit by the warm light from inside. And Charles says, oh, good evening, sirs. So wonderful for you to... Join us again. <laughs> so wonderful to have you back. Come, come, come. Charles. The master and his guests are waiting for you in the banquet hall. And then you hear fully. As he opens the door the rest of the way. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, faintly in the background. You hear down uh, away. You start to hear, uh, you know, some uh, some fancy, fancy music. So, as you enter Slatebrook Manor for the second time that day, it feels and looks different to you. Whereas when you visited this afternoon, the entryway and long corridor that goes down the center and takes you through the center of the manor was lit up and the rest was mainly in shadows. Now, however, you can see an elaborate and very manicured home 
While not set up in a traditional fashion, it is still quite beautiful. You noticed, uh, you notice off to your right, a library slash sitting room. Fresh cigar smoke hangs in the air looking recently abandoned. You, of course, pass by the winding staircase that took you up uh, to, the, uh, to the room with all the items in it. Uh, and, and as you pass it, you notice on your left several doors spaced oddly. And once again, as if reading your thoughts, Charles pipes in and says, Oh, yes. Oh, the guest quarters. You know, some uh, are for a more elaborate uh, guest than others because the doors aren't lined up, you know, any sort of symmetrical way or whatever. Like, they look like they'd all be the same size. You see, you see some of the paintings you saw from the last time. The ancestral slate brooks, as it were. And uh, as you, uh, you know, and you notice a couple hundred feet ahead of you that the doors that took you out back, uh, you know, they're up ahead, but uh, also start smelling all sorts of delicious food. Ren specifically notices this. He's a little, little blood has it, <laughs> you know, smelling them foods. And, uh, um, and uh, uh, you also start to hear what seems to be somewhat of a raucous dinner party going on. Uh, uh, and, uh, uh, I, sorry, I lost my place in my notes. Some of a raucous dinner party with, uh, light music being played. Charles immediately turns right. Uh, you know, the master had this dining room added several years ago as he felt he couldn't entertain enough people in the previous one. <laughs> and as you make your way through a short candlelit corridor, you almost immediately enter into a brightly and lavishy, lavishly lit ballroom. Mm -hmm. There are tons of people milling about and, uh, um, and that sort of thing. Uh, you, uh, uh, and as you make your way, uh, uh, into the room, you notice that everyone seems to has dressed as, as if it were a black tie affair. And Charles says, the master will be with you shortly. Please feel free to have a drink. Get the gears all lubricated. <laughs> There's snack trays going around. You will recognize the help, of course. Please get acquainted with people. <laughs> and he just sort of uh, makes his way off and disappears into the crowd. Can I tap him on the shoulder and say, uh, Charles, before you go? Yes. I've, I'm feeling kind of underdressed. Mm, yes. Do you have an extra jacket or something that I can? Oh, well, no. I mean, I think you're. You, you don't think he'll mind, do you? Well, I mean, did he tell you to dress up? Not really. Okay, well, then I think you should be fine then, young sir. <laughs> Charles. Yes, young master. Uh, does he have these kind of uh, events often? Oh, the master does love to entertain. And nah. are there people that are like us at these events? Uh, as you look around, I mean, there's, you know, it's not just one race, for sure. Like, you're not, you know, you see different types of races. I, I mean, like adventurers. Uh, oh, adventurers. and armor and weapons. Oh, yes. No, well, I mean, sometimes if they're passing through town or if they just happen to come in up to the manor one day and say, hey, guess what? We're here. Deal with us. Oh. 
I hope your master doesn't think to make us uh, an exhibit at his dinner party. I don't know. I don't think he's ever done such a terrible thing as that, but, uh, hey, you're very interesting. Now, if you excuse me, I have to go be in charge of all the food. The kitchen, the staff, oh, they're delightful little buggers sometimes. Enjoy the party. Thank you, Charles. Well, guys. Snacks. Wanna, yeah. Let's, uh... Let's go to the table of stuff and maybe see any talk booze. to somebody. Okay. Uh, so now, now, now that you're in the room, you see that there is a long, skinny banquet table right down the right down the center, like you know, like a Harry Potter table or like that long, obnoxious table in most rich, rich people's houses, like '89 mm. Batman. Mm. And uh, um, milling about all over and around, you know, there's there's waiters with silver trays with like you know different types of drinks and fancy cups, and then there's people with like you know appetizers. Pretty much, you know, you're seeing uh, you're seeing a pretty sweet spread going around. You're like, man, they, he kind of thought of everything. And as you guys were making tons of crazy requests earlier in the afternoon, uh, Ren always with the with the apple butter and the pork bellies. Um, I believe Durock said that he'll have what the master's having. And then Yamhorn was like, "Can I get a salad?" Yeah. So uh, you know, people are milling about, and uh, people are kind of looking you not like a little strangely just because you aren't dressed like them, but like no one's like giving you like a real stink eye or anything. You see Varkum around anywhere? Uh, you do not at this point see the Lord of the Manor. But if you would like to give a perception check. Any of you? 17. No. Okay. Uh, Natural 20. 21. Wonderful. Okay. So um, you entered, uh, imagine it like this. Uh, you know, this this large, large uh, rectangle of a room. Uh, you entered in the, um, well, here, I'll just draw it for you on the, the whiteboard. Table, such, okay. So, facing the, you guys are facing the northern, uh, northern wall here. Um, uh, and, uh, or sorry, the southern wall. Um, and uh, Yamhorn, you notice two very, very elaborate, uh, very, very elaborate uh, stained glass windows. Mm. And uh, would probably give this place a very nice, uh, um, you know, time. You know, it looked great in the day, that sort of thing. Furnish this room with a lot of color. You also notice the entire, um, you notice the entire east side is uh, like, a big old window with like gold, uh, you know, like metal in between. So it's just like it's very, very fancy. Uh, on the on the western wall, there's some, uh, you know, there's some some paintings of what look like fancy people doing fancy things. Uh, people are milling about. Um, it, you, Ren, you also see a very tall sort of like through the crowd of people. Somebody that's definitely taller than most. Um, and Yamhorn, you notice that while this is a more rectangular room, um, you notice that the uh, southeastern corner is actually angled, not dissimilarly to like um, uh, Durox, you know, like where you guys pu push the hammers on the wall, like it's, uh, mm -hmm. you know, it's more of like an, uh, 
going for like part octagon, you know, whatever. And uh, with all the stained glass, all the paintings, all that stuff that I'm taking in, mm -hmm. it, does anything catch my eyes being out of place or odd or troublesome? Yep. That's a very good question. Glad you asked it. Because uh, as you as you look around on the angled uh, on the angled part of the wall, you seem as if like the tapestry, uh, like it just like it just seems to you like as you were like looking around, and as you come down onto that, it seems like it like went back into place, and uh, you now see Lord Varkum milling about the room. Did you guys see that? I Lord Varkum's here. Did. Did you see him come in? No, I didn't. No, from where? Uh, over in that corner. What? You guys, hang on. And I'm going to grab a drink from the closest passing okay. server. Um, not even like acknowledging them. Yep. Just being like... Just They're used to it. Like no a no-look grab kind of thing. Right. And I say, I'll be right back. And I... <laughs> back to the future. <laughs> Lou, I need a milk. Chocolate. <laughs> 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 uh, and I make my way over to that funny corner in the southeast um, just at first to stand by it okay. um, to see if anybody's looking at me while I'm going over there. I'm trying to look natural and just like I'm admiring things okay, and trying to take it all in. But really, I'd, I want to try to get a closer look okay, to see if I can get an understanding of how he just came through there. And if I can also do that. Okay. So you make your way on over there. And uh, as you're making your way on over there, and you start to kind of look at, uh, you're looking around, you're like, oh, oh wow, look at that stained glass. Oh, that's really beautiful. And then we've got the, and then in classic Yarmhorn fashion, you're just like immediately fixated on this tapestry on the wall. And you're like, come on, what is going on here? And you're kind of like, like, <laughs> looking around and like fake laughing like ah yeah, yeah this is, what a party huh but like you're kind of like pulling at yeah, it and like yeah. doing different stuff and you're trying to figure it out however with a uh, very very good roll immediately you feel a hand on your shoulder and you hear well hello Yomhorn so glad you can make it and you turn around and Lord Varkum is standing right in front of you oh uh, hello sir I was just admiring all the uh the tapestries and the stained glass you have here. Did, oh, yes. Uh, Quiet. Uh, if I understand right, on our way in, Charles told me that you had this place added on? Yes, 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 yes. I. Uh, this place can be either too gloomy or too bright. <laughs> I wanted a sort of in-between place. You know, I wanted a, a nice area where we could... Uh, you know, uh, just relax, take in the sun, but not necessarily, you know, have to deal with how bright it is. Oh, someone should invent something to cover your eyes, but you can still see through it. You know, like mm. a so not like a hand, like a, like just a, holding your hand, like up. a pair of glasses that shade you from the brightness. Mm. You know, hmm. that's a million dollar idea, I think, or a million gold idea. Oh, uh, what was your inspiration for this room, other than? I mean, inspiration for, like, the stained glass. It's Well, as you can beautiful. see, we always have to pay to our ancestors. All of the elder slate brooks always, you know, so that is my father. Mm. And from what you can tell of the, the stained glass, you know, slate brook, 
looks like the spitting image of his dad, you know, very similar. He has longer hair that's kind of like pulled back into a longer ponytail, mm -hmm. but very regal looking and possibly good posture. Same sort of smirk that you've seen Varkum have. He's like, and next to it, of course, my mother. <gasps> An angel of a woman lost during my birth, of course. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. <sighs> what was her name? And you better not say Bella. Don't you dare say Bella. <laughs> Her name was Miriam. Oh, okay. Lovely name. Beautiful woman. Miriam Bella. <laughs> Slaybrook. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, Suck it, y'all, more. <laughs> uh, well, I just, I, hats off uh, to... First of all, congrats. Yeah. <laughs> um... Well, I, I don't want to keep you from, from your party. No, uh, please, you, come you here. Me. Let's meet some well, people. I, I, and he, well, he puts his arm uh, around your shoulder okay. and starts like, he's like, I have some very interesting friends. Where are your friends? Why are oh, they not here? Uh, they're they're around. They're, oh, okay. I, well. They're probably just, you know, meeting and greeting. Pressing the flesh. <laughs> yeah. You know, flapping the gums. Ah, there's Durok over there. I see him. Hello, Durok. And he sort of like waves to you from like across the... <laughs> like turn around with a stein. Of He's got his arm around Yon yeah, Horn. And I'm looking real nervous, like wide-eyed, kind of tight He's got his lipped. right arm around Yom Horn. He's with his, hello, hello. I'm real stiff and, and just, uncomfortable I looking. I stare him right in the face. And I like just take a big gulp of my stein before like walking over to him slowly. <laughs> and he meets you like he goes like, you know... He, you start to, and you get to about the middle of the table. Uh, let's see here, for example, like, I'm thinking this room's fairly large, like a like a decent, like a basketball court type thing. Yeah. So, like, how big are those? Eh, we'll look it up later. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we'll say like a basketball court, you know, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a fairly, fairly large room. You know, it's like a, you know, the Great Hall or something like that in Harry Potter or whatever. Um, you know, it's fairly large because he does enjoy hosting and it's just one long obnoxious table. Like why not put a couple of smaller ones that, you know, get some <laughs> right. rounder, but he's like carved nah. from one piece of wood. Oh yeah. The tallest tree in the area, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Murderer. Yeah. 7,000 year old Oak. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Ren, when he sees Yomhorn walk away, mm -hmm. he definitely takes notice of this extra tall person okay. uh, in the room. Uh, thinking of Yuri and his good relationship with him. Okay. He wants to go up and talk to them. He wants to go up and talk to the tall guy? Yeah. Right. The shortest guy always makes friends with the tallest guy. It's true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ren, you walk up to uh, walk up to this person. Uh, how do you get their attention? Um, I'll just like grab him and say, Hello, sir. <laughs> What, like you like pull on his leg or something? Yeah, or? like I grab like his his uh, like the cuff of his, uh, his pants. pants. All right, okay. Like a baby trying to get <laughs> yeah, yeah mom's that's, attention. That's what it is. I I didn't want to say that, but <laughs> yeah. Okay, Ren's a little dude. A uh, a tall and thickly featured man looks down at you, and uh, the, he has a very low voice when he speaks. And he seems like he's not in a rush to get anywhere, either in life or with his uh, with his vocal stylings. He's wearing a finely tailored black suit and shirt with a dark green tie. And you would guess him to be around eight feet tall. And he looks down and goes, 
Yes, young master. Uh, hello, sir. I'm Ren of Ren and Friends. Hello. And uh, I was invited to this party. Bully for you. Who are you and why were you invited? Well, the name is Franck Monsieur. And I am friends with Lord Sladebrook. And where are you from? Oh, you know, all around here and there. Different parts, really. Relserin is has a manner of mine on it. You talk really slow. In you are very short. You're very tall. Indeed. I have a friend who's very tall. His name is Yuri. Mm. And he's a follower of mine. Have you heard of Ulagon? No. Well, Ulagon is the god of the afterlife. What's that? And you should And he turns You should and worship walks him away. because wait, no, wait. <laughs> and he just starts to go through the crowd following the fake voice that he heard. He just thinks, <laughs> "Oh no, another one. Got to go." Yeah, I let him go. Did you say he had a green tie? Yep. I know I'm not there for that, but mm -hmm. Caleb is black shirt and green tie. Really interested. Yeah. Black suit, black shirt, green tie. All about that money. And or, uh, you guys are, uh, you know, uh, Durok is what standing with Slatebrook, yeah. correct? And 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 he still and Slatebrook still has his arm around Yamhorn. Yeah. Um, you guys, uh, Ren and and uh, Franck Monsieur were over on the uh, eastern side of the table, and uh, Franck starts to make his way up, like you know, around the corner, like where Yamhorn went, and then. Uh, um, and, uh, you know, the dinner party seems to be underway. Like, Slatebrook is having a wonderful time talking to, uh, to, to, to Durok and to Yamhorn. Everybody's laughing and giggling. There's sort of like a small circle around Slatebrook and that sort of thing. Uh, you know, people are like, obviously, like, you know, have formed a circle. And he keeps his arm, his right arm around Yamhorn, just like laughing and like slapping Yamhorn on the back as, as he tells stories or someone in the circle sort of tells stories. And, uh... You guys are all having a real fun time here at this party. And that's where we leave it for this week. No, no. So, ladies and gents, thank you very much for tuning in to Chaotic Amateurs. Uh, you know, uh, we're having a good time. What's going to happen next? Who knows? Tune in next Monday. Find out for yourselves. Uh, for us, this is uh, my birthday session. Uh, so this has been something that I have actually, over the next couple of episodes excuse me, have been planning for a year, a year, because, uh, uh, the next episode, ladies and gents, uh, you'll, you'll hear exactly why. So tune in, tell your friends and, uh, you know, uh, you know, give us that iTunes review, give it, you know, thanks to the people who have been doing that and sharing it on, and, uh, on, uh, Twitter and, and, and Instagram stuff. We really appreciate it. So until next time, I've been your host and DM for season two, Bentley Michaels to my right. We have always looking good for the microphone. It's Caleb as Yamhorn Durrell. 
I can't believe he went for it. <laughs> Rhett is Drug Dragon's Bane. <laughs> and Milo's Ren. <laughs> Grab your swords and keep on adventuring. Follow us across all platforms with Chaotic Amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.